Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun. And scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about changing seasons in marriage, how to talk about them, and how to navigate them together as a team. There's a quote from Richard Branson talking about this. It says, every success story is a tale of constant adaptation, revision, and change. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happens in a a season. You have to adapt, you have to revise, and you have to change. We're going to be digging into that deep on today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is actually an opportunity for us to give you a high five, to congratulate you on, on the changes and the transformation that you're experiencing in your marriage. And this hug came from a post in the One Family Facebook group that started, my wife and I have been married for 25 years and the only cooking I ever did was breakfast foods and basic stuff like spaghetti. Even though we always had the deal that she cooked and I cleaned up the pots, dishes, etc. after, which I always made sure I did, she really wished I would cook to give her a break from it. A few months ago, I did some research and without her knowing, I signed us up for Home Chef for three meals a week. I told myself it had the ingredients, the recipes, and I could do this. That's right. She was shocked. I started cooking our dinner two to three nights a week, and she absolutely loves it. I'm lost without a recipe to follow, but I'm seeking out other recipes now that I have the hang of the cooking basics. That's awesome. And what's cool, too, is that as much as she loves me cooking for her, I love doing it for her. I find that it takes me out of my head, and I just get into what I'm doing at that moment. And I love that I can do something for her that she has been doing for me for so many years. It is a win-win. Hmm. That's awesome. I love it. It's incredible. You know, when, when one person in a marriage finds a way to serve the other, it it gets really powerful. And, you know, in that place, you know, this couple is entering a new season Mm -hmm. where it's not just been, you know, going to be the wife cooking all the meals like she has for the last 25 years. This is going to be a couple that is in a season where they're taking turns and they're loving on each other through the food. And, you know, this show specifically this show today is all about changing seasons, mm-hmm. right? Um, for those of you that don't know, the One Extraordinary Marriage show is about 11 and a half years old. That's right. right. And we, if you're new, we are so honored and blessed to have you here joining us. Yes. As well as those of you who've been listening for three, five years, and some of you have been listening almost from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in all of that time, so however many, you know, 52 weeks is times 11 and a half years, we've done at least one show a week. Mm-hmm. And there was a season where we were doing two shows a week. And, and I have to tell you that, that this is a really special time for mm-hmm. Tony and I, because this is the one time a week for sure, that we know we're going to have a conversation, that we're going to definitely have time to connect, that we're going to deal with all the stuff that we deal with, the same as every other marriage in the one family. Mm-hmm. Tony and I still have stuff that we deal with. I just want to be real clear. There are no perfect people behind these microphones, right? And you know, right now, we're in a changing season. 
And because of this, it's really important that, that we talk to you guys about like, right, how are you going to talk about changing seasons in your own marriage? How are you going to navigate it together as a team? Because any season in your marriage, I will tell you straight up, it impacts both of you. Yeah. Right. It's, you, you, nobody does a season in marriage in like a silo, in a bubble. It's definitely something the two of you are, are working on. And this season really comes out of um, the Six Pillars of Intimacy ebook. Yeah. Right. A lot of you have already picked it up. Um, and, and this has been incredible because we actually started talking about different intimacies all the way back with our first book, Stripped Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. Mm-hmm. But it's really been in this last, I guess it's about 10, 11 months now. That's right. Where we have been talking, you know, basically you can't hear something that we're talking about and not hear us talk about the six pillars of intimacy. Yeah. And I want to just share a little bit of where the origin of the six pillars of intimacy came for you guys. I don't know if we've ever shared this. Um, like Elisa said, we did write our first book stripped down talking about these 13 keys and over the years of us studying marriages, the 11 and a half years of just studying marriages, we realized that back then we called them the different forms, you know, the forms of intimacy because intimacy is more than just sex as you all know. So last August we had this opportunity to speak at a marriage event, uh, a marriage reset, which is what it was called at our church. And we had been told that we are going to be speaking Mm -hmm. and they'd love for us to just share around marriage. Elise and I have spoken at our our marriage getaways uh, previously, a lot of them around sex. You guys know we love talking about sex here at One Extraordinary Marriage. It's something that we know needs to be addressed. Sexual intimacy needs to be talked about. Heck, we talked about lube last week and we talk about everything else. Anyways, we're about to address um, or we're preparing for this marriage reset, we were given 30 minutes and about, I don't know, two, three days before we were told we had 60 minutes. And it was at that point in time that I looked at Elise and I go, you know what? This is a new season. Mm -hmm. There's something that's shifting right now. And I think we need to address it. And I don't want to just talk about sex. It's a lot just to sit in front of, you know, all these couples and just talk about sex. Mm -hmm. Lots going on. And so we went back and we looked at those, those forms of intimacy and we started looking at them and, and we tweaked them because of what we've learned over the last 11 years. And so as we got up on stage and we started talking about them, and let me just share this, when we got up on stage that day talking about what is now known as the six pillars of intimacy, we called them the power six. Don't know why, don't know where it came from. For all of you that are laughing right now, it's okay because we look back at our notes from that event and we're like, that actually sounds really funny. It's just weird. And yet, when we discussed them, we had this slide Uh and there are six pillars. And on top of those six pillars was a roof, a triangle. And we shared from there, here are the six pillars of intimacy. Here are the power six is what we call them. As we came off stage, it was really cool. Um, we sat down and our campus pastors looked at us and they're like, oh, wow, we have a couple of pillars that we need to strengthen. Mm-hmm. That, that was like right after we came off the stage. And then during the break, we walked out and we were talking to people and hearing from them and others were going like, oh, we have some cracks mm-hmm. in this pillar. Oh, we have a strength. This is where we're strong. We, we really connect in this pillar. And we were like, oh, wow, this is really connecting with those here. Yeah, it, it and that's really where the the genesis for the six pillars of intimacy started, and and we're now at a point where where we're gonna write 
not just the full book, really digging into each one of the six pillars, but we've heard from so many of you over the years, we want to do a small group study at our church. Or we've heard from pastors who are like, how can we get this marriage information in front of our people? And so in the process of writing the book, we're also writing, you know, all of the resources for small groups and leaders and, and, and all of that. But here's the thing. We have a self-imposed deadline of October 1st. Yeah. And as of the release date of this show, we're roughly a hundred days, give or take from October 1st. Right. Which means that, that it's a new season for the two of us. And we also know that we're not alone going through a season at, at this point in time in the year. There are a lot of you who, who have kids home for the summer. And so there's just the, you know, the physical season of we've just got lots of bodies around or you're getting ready to send a child off to college. And so you're preparing for that. Or maybe you're moving this summer, you're having a baby or you know, you're in a season where you're restoring your marriage. Like there are lots of people going through season. Marriage, marriage itself is just full of seasons, but it's how you handle them as a team that really makes all the difference Mm -hmm. in, in your sense of security in the marriage in your sense of fulfillment in what's going on between the two of you, because in new seasons, you, you can feel completely thrown off, right? You can have, you can be experiencing feelings of overwhelm. You can be, you know, in this place of going, you know what? I'm afraid. I'm, I'm nervous. I, I don't, I don't feel qualified. You know, it's like when you get a new job and you're like, I'm not sure I'm qualified for this, right? Like they gave me a promotion, but I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been there before where I'm like, I don't know. And you can get into this place of going, I have all of these emotions. And some of you, you go into a new season and you've got all of these emotions, like, like I'm excited and let's do this. And like just charging forward. Yes. I just want to say, having emotions in a new season, completely normal. Yeah. And when we're talking about seasons, we're not just talking about, hey, you're, you're going through the valley, right? This doesn't, changing seasons doesn't mean you're only going through a valley. Mm-hmm. doesn't only mean that you're going through tough times. We also have to look at those seasons when we are winning, when we are on top, when we are prospering, when we mm-hmm. are taking territory. Those are amazing seasons as well. And so you can feel excited. There's mm-hmm. joy. There's a fire under your butt. I mean, those are those are also emotions and changing seasons where you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a startup. It's something new mm-hmm. together." Like, this is crazy. It's fun. It's exhilarating. Those can also be happening just as well. Well, even in preparation for the show, Tony sends me um, the lyrics to that song, Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. And, you know, it's really taken from Ecclesiastes 3 in the Bible, just about how there are these seasons, right? There's a, there's a time to sow and a time to reap. There's a time to, to live and a time to die. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to be joyful. Like our lives revolve around seasons, but it's how the two of you mm-hmm. navigate this as a team that will make all the difference in your marriage. And we want to talk about navigating the changing seasons after this break. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back and we're talking about navigating changing seasons as a couple. And I want to say from the get-go, you know, one of the most important things that the two of you can do is you can acknowledge the season that you're in, right? A lot of times, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's coming, right? Like we're writing this book. We, we intentionally did that. We know it's coming. Um, our oldest is headed off to college. That's a date on the calendar. We know it's coming, right? We know we're going to go up with two kids in the car. and We're going to come back with one kid in the car. And I'm going to just say, even in knowing that the season is changing, there are all those emotions that still come with it. Elisa and I knew, like we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that eventually we'd be writing this book. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we've been talking about this for well over a couple of months at this point, maybe a few months at this point. We actually started talking about this when we wrote the ebook. Like we knew back when we wrote the ebook in September that there was likely going to be a book yeah. written. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, you, the season, you can know it's coming and and still be like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen once we step into it? And, and sometimes you don't know a season's coming, right? There, there can be health situations. Mm-hmm. There can be job situations that come up and you don't know it's coming. And, and it doesn't, it, it, truthfully, it doesn't matter if you know the season's coming or not. The two of you need to acknowledge the season, mm-hmm. right? Name it. Call I, it out. Call it out. Because when you call it out, guess what? You can actually go side by side, shoulder to shoulder as a team and start to work to address it because you've identified what the challenge is. And you may be in one right now. Mm-hmm. And and maybe there has been some little little angst or just sort of trepidation, a little turmoil sort of, it's just stirring in your soul. You know it. And maybe it's that time together to just call it out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you got to go any farther than that right now. Just, you need to just call it out, man. This is our season we're in. Like yeah. it's, it's a season of change. It's a, it's a season of, you know, for us, in addition to like Elisa said, you know, writing this book, which is exhilarating, it's exciting, it's 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 giving birth to something new, something exciting. And on the other side of it, in the same time, we have our oldest leaving. That's also a change. So having somebody here, and Alex takes up a lot of space, guys. He's 6'2", 240. Like to, to know that, that he's not going to be around. So those two can be happening parallel. You can be in an exhilarating one where you're so excited about what's ahead and we're going after something. And one where you're like, Oh man, like I'm going to miss that kid. Yeah. There's a loss. There's a loss. So you've got to, you've got to, you know, name it, right. Acknowledge what it is. You've got to get specific second. You got to get specific about what you can and cannot do because different seasons will require different things of you. It means you have to look at your schedule and say, what am I capable of in this season? When we're in a season of writing a book, and, and you know, this has been, it's been four years since we released Called to Love, which I wrote by myself. Mm-hmm. It's been even longer than that since we wrote one together. Um, there, there are a lot of just time demands when it comes to writing a book. And so Tony and I have to start making decisions on well, where's that time? Basically, where's that time going to come from? Mm-hmm. Right. If you're in a season where you're taking care of parents, you've got to make a decision on where that time's going to come from. If you're in a season of, you know, stepping into a new position at work and it's going to require a ramp up period, you've got to decide where that time's going to come from and what you can and cannot do in that season. And then you've got to be communicating about that. Right. What can what do what has to come off the table so that we can add this new thing on? And remember. 
your spouse doesn't have ESP. Mm-hmm. So true. let's just, let's go back. We have an episode 319 called ESP, Extra Sensory Perception, mm-hmm. that you're going to have to address what's going on in this season with you. And it doesn't have to be, I'm going to just share it, doesn't have to be in one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. It could be little bite-sized things where you guys are going out for a walk and talk, 15 minutes, once every couple of days, once a week, whatever it is, because it may be one of those things where it's tough to just deal with all of it at one shot. Mm-hmm. You need a little bit of time to process both, hey, both going through the valley and taking territory and and prospering, those both and what you can do or cannot do will change over the course of a season. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be that needs to be an ongoing discussion. The other thing that, that, that kind of extends off of that, you know, what you can and cannot do is who's going to carry what load when, mm-hmm. right? Because seasons can have different loads of, you know, time commitments of, you know, house cleaning, I, I've, you know, of, um, you know, I'm seeing some of the couples in Intimacy U that there's just been a season where, you know, there have been illness with extended family. So they're taking care of relatives. And, and for some of them, they're across country mm-hmm. from their spouse now. And so what does that look like? What does it look like when, you know, work is making demands on you like some of our other couples are and they're having to navigate? How do we stay connected? How do we, how are we doing our group coaching calls? How are we doing these different things in this time? Because there's been this ramp up, mm-hmm. right? How are we going to carry the load for that in the season? You know, and, and ultimately the fourth thing that the two of you need to do is, you know, keep those lines of communication open about what's happening, right? Tony mentioned the show ESP and, and it's such a great show because, you know, we've been saying rather frequently for the last 11 and a half years that your spouse cannot read your mind. And, and that is especially true when you're in a season. You know, one of the things that often happens to individuals when they're going through something is that you can get blinders, mm-hmm. right? You only see what's in front of you. You only experience what's happening to you. It can become with no blame or judgment attached, but it can become a very selfish time because you're like, I, I, I'm experiencing this. Like I'm dealing with this. And we forget as human beings tend to do every once in a while, we forget that if we're married, our spouse is going through something in regard to this season as well. We don't exist in isolation in a marriage. And one of the best ways that you guys can stay in the loop with one another is our take a break, a coffee break. Mm -hmm. And this is something like it's 30 minutes or less, once a week, once every other week, that allows you guys to just sit down Mm -hmm. and ask certain questions of what's going on. This is not a date. This is not date time. This is is your marriage planning time. Mm And knowing where you're at and getting real open, honest with one another. So that way you guys can address what season you're in Mm -hmm. and where you're at. And one of you may be in one spot. One may be in the other. Both of you may be in the same place. Right. And so addressing that together often Mm -hmm. allows you guys to be on the same path together. Instead of all of a sudden, six months from now, a year from now, one of you blows up, doesn't understand what's going on. And again, the coffee break is one of those things that doesn't have to happen. Um, doesn't have to happen every week, but if you keep it on the regular, mm-hmm. that allows you guys to touch base with each other. If you want to go check that out, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com/slash/coffeebreak319. I'm going to put that here in the episode notes if you want to check that out as well. You know, one of the things we wanted to do, even in, in preparing for this show, is we kind of wanted to talk 
you know, talk each of you through those four steps and how it's playing out in regard to writing this book, right? Yeah. So, so the first step, you know, acknowledge the season, call it out, name it. Well, we are in a book writing season, mm-hmm. right? Straight up. This is what, this is what's happening here. Um, you know, the second thing there is, you know, identify what you can and cannot do. Well, in order for us to write a book, to, to get the outline done, to get the rough draft done, to, to record the audio, to get that transcribed, to deal with editors and, and just all of these different pieces, th- there's a lot of time. If, if you've ever written a book, you know, if you've never written a book, um, I liken it to having a baby, right? Conception, the idea, amazing. You're like, this is going to be so good. And, and, the, uh, and, and it is amazing because it's the, the excitement of it all. Everything like it's, it's like, oh my gosh, that's what we're going to go after. And, and, you know, once you find out you've conceived and you're pregnant, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so great. So there's that beginning phase. Yeah. And then you get in the middle phase, right? Where you're like, I can't really tell if anything's happening. It's just kind of, you know, like, it's like, what, what's going on here? What do I have mm-hmm. to do? How do I stay healthy? And, and when you're writing a book, that's just like getting the words on paper, mm-hmm. right? And then you start to get to like that, that sixth, seventh month when you feel uncomfortable. And that's when you're like, okay, I've got a deadline right? Like this is coming and you, you start to experience all those emotions. Like, how's this going to be received? Why are we doing this? Was this even a good idea? Maybe I was the only one that had those thoughts as we led up to the birth of both of our children, but, but that's what it's like. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, this is coming, whether, whether I'm prepared for it or not. It's, and that, that's where we're at. And so part of the thing that we have that Tony and I are having to look at is just where, where's the time coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. And so just as it relates to the podcast, we just wanted to kind of keep you guys in the loop around this. The, the podcast may be a couple minutes shorter, mm-hmm. right? Not anything. It's not like we're cutting them down to five minutes or anything crazy like that. So don't, don't get, don't get freaked out on us and don't send us emails going, I can't believe you're going to cut a couple minutes because those couple minutes actually makes, they, they all add up. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes depending on where we are in a particular week or whatnot, we may actually just kind of do a best of. Yeah. We have 656 shows, you guys. With this one, yeah. With this one. Many of you have listened to all the shows. Like we acknowledge that and you get high fives from us because you've been around for so long or you went back and you just listened to all of them. Um, But there are a lot of great golden nuggets that are just as relevant today as they were when we first released the show. And so there may be weeks where we just re-release a show. Mm -hmm. And my guess is you're still going to have transformation (laughs) because people still are when they hear the show for the first time. Um, so that, that's going to happen around the show. You know, as we get into this place of going, you know, who can carry the load? Tony and I, we do different things when it comes to writing a book. I, I take a lot of the, the forward motion when it first starts with the outline and the rough draft and things like that. Tony deals a lot with editors and proofreaders and cover design and file design and more stuff. Not than file design, but file types. File types. Thank you. Um, you know, all of that type of stuff, getting it up on Amazon, making sure that, that all the, the distribution, like he does all, you guys, he carries such a heavy load when it comes to doing a book. I actually think some of the stuff I do on the front end, I, I've got the easier, the easier aspect of it. But, but those are the conversations we're having. And even there, I will tell you in that fourth part where it says, you know, that fourth step where it says, you know, keep the communication open around what's happening with you. Guys, writing a book is not an easy process for Tony and I. We experience, it's actually probably one of the hardest things that we do at One Extraordinary Marriage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beyond a shadow of a doubt because we pour out so much into it and we want it to be so exceptional for every marriage that's going to be impacted by it. And Elise and I have different views on how to do that. So with that comes some (sighs) tense moments of discussion that needs to be addressed. And so it's one of those things where together we work through it 
And believe me, there have already been, just even starting this one up, Six Pillars of Intimacy, we've already had some tense moments where we've had to take a breather from one another and go, okay, like, do we both need to stand firm on this? Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, I think many of you can, can take a lesson from it. Do you need to? And I've had to check myself. And I'm not saying I've done it exactly the correct way, but I do notice and I do realize where I'm at in the stand I'm making. And I have to remind myself, is this going to be for the betterment of what we're putting out together or mm -hmm. for myself? Mm -hmm. And if I have to, and if I answer for myself, then I need to like readjust and get right so I can look at it and go, this is going to be for the betterment of us, for the one family. And ultimately, you know, when you are having those conversations and you are building the emotional intimacy, whatever season you're in, that's going to be part of your thought process. And, and Tony and I are, we're willing to do this hard work. We're willing to make adjustments in our time. We're willing to have these conversations because we know, we know the breakthroughs that y'all are already having with just the ebook and hearing us talk about it. But we know when there's, you know, the full book, when there's the leader's guide, when there's a small group study, like we know that that churches, that marriages, that couples all around the world are actually going to be transformed. That's and right. so we'll do the heavy lifting now for that breakthrough because what's going to happen on the other side of the next hundred days is going to be nothing short of extraordinary. Yeah. Hey, changing seasons, they're going to come no matter what. And do know you have a couple here behind the microphones who are praying for you. No matter if you're in the valley and no matter if you're prospering, we're here. We want to hear it. So share. Go to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Send in your hug. We want to hear it. We want to share it. This week, though, if you're in a changing season, wherever it may be, this is your week to call it out, to name it, to say this is where we're at because it's going to allow you to see it and then a go and to see it and then to address it and move forward from it. Either way, this is your week. Go name it. Go take time together. Call it out. And you know what? And even say, this is the next season we're going to go into. So you guys have yourselves a fantastic. We are so honored, truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family. We're excited for what's ahead for you as you guys complete the rest of this year. Take care. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.